Hello and welcome to the Treasured Page podcast. I'm Melanie and this is our quiet crafting space and I'm coming to you from the south coast of England in my craft room. It is a cold and frosty morning today. Oh my goodness, I went for a lovely walk this morning and I saw the white crystal frost everywhere and there were frozen puddles so thick you could walk across them really really wonderful really inspirational very freezing cold (laughs) but inspirational nevertheless for some winter crafting and just watching the seasons turn and change and it it does obviously bring its challenges when you're in the craft room feeling a little bit cold and you're trying to wrap up in lots of layers that changes things doesn't it your environment does change change how you feel about your craft so do make sure that you've got yourselves nice and warm and have a movement around before you sit down to craft get your body warm and maybe make sure that you've had a a little bit of a walk but don't go sitting down and then get cold because you you can find that it the creativity doesn't flow if you're feeling cold so I do find that in the colder months that if I'm not feeling warm I tend to struggle a little bit so I always find a little bit of movement stretching and even a little bit of it's it's been known but a craft room dance does help (laughs) to get the blood flowing so it's really good idea to put on a bit of music something upbeat that makes you feel alive and that you feels that you could sway and have a a nice time just that uplifting movement does help to get the blood pumping get the oxygen going and then you are ready to sit down and have a go at a lovely crafting task so this year is it your year have you got your crafting area all sorted out are you clean and tidy (laughs) are you raring to go um i have adopted a new method of clearing up. I think I will give this one to you all. It is called Heidi Up. It is a a take on Tidy Up. It is where you take a box and you put all the clutter inside the box and then you hide the box. (laughs) A Heidi Up. There we go. That has worked wonders. I cannot tell you. I put every Everything in the box, all the piles of paper, all the random bags of bits and stuff, things that I haven't gone through yet, things I know I want, but I don't know what for at the moment, things I haven't sorted out, all these pressing tasks. I've just put them all in a large box and I've removed the problem. Ah, and it feels wonderful. I can't tell you it actually feels wonderful. So now this big box has been removed from the craft room with all the stuff in it. It's all good stuff. And if I take it to another room, another location away from here, I can go through it and be more objective and then sort it out and then bring it back into the craft room and put it where it needs to go. But trying to work round clutter in a muddle was just bringing me down and it is not the way to go. So um, if I'm honest with myself, it's three boxes that are leaving the craft room and it's three boxes that I will go through. But in, if I can't get to the other areas in the craft room to even make 
the designated spaces where certain things need to go, then, it, uh, you know, the tidying up is never going to happen. So a good one. It's called a Heidi Up. That's what we're doing this week. If you've got any area in your craft room that is winding you up or dragging you down or making you feel sad because you're looking at it and it's a pile of stuff, maybe it's books, maybe it's an old shoebox, maybe you've got lots of little pieces of paper, scrap boxes that you are fooling over if that's you get a big cardboard box and put it all in there or better still just take it out of the room and then go back into your craft room or your crafting space and think oh gosh isn't this wonderful doesn't it look nice and clear couldn't I just sit down and make a whole journal and feel free <laughs> yes you could you could have this experience this week but you are then left with a big box in in another room but that is going to be in a really annoying problem and you will then go through it in theory anyway that's the plan that's what I'm doing so I've got my big box it's leaving the craft room and then I'm going to go through it and when I come back I will be able to see where it needs to go because everything will be clear and I will be able to get to the drawers once more <laughs> right so that is the Heidi up that we're doing this week and once we have found our way back to our crafting tables and we've got things that we can see and we know where everything is we can have a look at making a journal and if you've already got your journal and you're enjoying using that then that's great because you can also have a look at how to make little booklets things you might want to add to the journal and I think a good subject to talk about is how many pages to a signature I've been looking at signatures this week and looking at the different interactive elements that you can bring into a signature and lots of paper folds are coming up and I think if you're going to have paper folds and things that you want to become flips you really don't need that many pages for a signature so your journal would be quite thin to begin with but it's the extras that you add in that gives the bulk so if you only start off with six pages in a signature and you've got a nice big spine maybe a one and a half inch spine two inch even you will be able to stuff that with all sorts of chunky fun ephemera if that's what you like to do. So have a look at your journal and have a look at uh, how many pages that you want to add. And it could even be just four pages. When you fold four pages, you end up with eight, don't you? And then you've got both sides of those pages. So there's quite a lot of writing space, even just with four pieces of paper. So fold them in half and see if you can add another fold in to create hidden spaces and have a look at that. So over on the channel, I've been having showing you how to make interactive signature pages with folds and flips. And I think it's really, really fun for interactive journaling and hidden spaces. If you want to write something, but you don't particularly want your writing on shows, quite nice to hide it away behind something decorative. And then when the book is opened, there's lots of things that can be seen. But if you want to do private journaling, you've got some areas where you can tuck sheets of paper into envelopes or have them hidden away in a secret pocket and a tuck space. Oh, lots of things. That's why I think it's quite nice to have these journals where you don't have to have your handwriting or your information on display, particularly if you're showing your artwork off to people 
perhaps don't want them to know certain things, you can still keep a private journal or a diary and uh, have that information hidden about what you did the weekend and you know not you don't might not want everybody knowing that so yes it's re- it's really lovely to introduce some paper folds to your journals yes it's been really fun having a look at the different signatures here at the treasured page as i build a new journal the current journal has got a I think it's 2 inch spine and i'm having three signatures typically putting five or six pages to a signature and some of them have got bulkier things in them like a paper bag that's been folded so that's created more bulk and I've got an envelope with a policy closure that's created more bulk so on those ones I haven't put as many but I'm aiming for five to six pages per signature and each page has got something interesting about it it's either a shorter smaller page so it looks interesting as as it turns through you go through the journal and you see shorter pages so you've got other interesting things peeping out behind it and also folds that will allow for things to be added in so I always like that if you're going somewhere and you're traveling it's quite nice to staple in or glue in a postcard a photograph a map um, the, the restaurant ephemera little cards that you get to show the details of um, of the cafe or maybe a loyalty card you pick up something like that's quite nice isn't it just to show where you went if you want to keep the modern day ephemera that's okay and and creating decorative little pockets to hide some of it where it doesn't look as pretty or it it doesn't fit the theme or this or the idea that you're wanting you can still add modern day ephemera but uh, create nice pockets and tucks and hidden areas where you can put those things and still it'd be a wonderful memory for you in this time frame even if you're journaling about something in the Edwardian era nothing to stop you from creating a beautiful envelope and then putting in the receipts from a restaurant meal or something that tells you what you were doing in that particular month of the year and something fun so i'm getting on trying to do one lovely thing every week this is my challenge to myself and i have managed to go to the cinema with my husband and i have managed to go out for a very nice meal which was a spanish meal we had a lovely tapas and today i'm going to have lunch with my mum and that gives me lots of inspiration to journal about so do make sure you build in some fun things connect with people connect with friends and it's just really wonderful to go and visit something occasionally just by yourself it's okay to do things alone you've got this you're able to go you can you are free to do your thing you are free to go wherever you want to and observe the weather in the seasons avoid the cold and the wet and plan for some fun things ahead even if it's just you wherever you always want to go and would it matter if you went on your own you might meet people when you get there you might see things and it'll take you out of yourself and you'll enjoy it so make sure you plan something in like that in the next few weeks avoid the wet weather obviously and the cold and only do what you can do in your 
country, but do factor in some fun things. Perhaps there's a takeaway that you'd like from a new restaurant that would be uh, interesting or a new show that you want to watch. So make time for you. This is a podcast about making time for you, whichever way that comes. So you either have an experience and then you journal about that, you channel that. Maybe you'd like to go to a gallery or you'd like to soak up some culture from somewhere, a walk in the woods even, or down to a lake or a park, something really beautiful. Try and see the natural world, the birds, immerse yourself as much as you can, even if it is uh, cold or frosty where you are. See see what you can find. Uh, Just the way the light hits the sparkling snow or the frost is, is really inspirational. And then try and work out how you can bring elements of that into your journal and see what techniques you can come up with, whether it's scrunched up paper, whether it's using silver, whether it's working with white paint and bring some of that into your journaling this month. Enjoy that and springtime and fresh growth. Anything that you see, anything you notice, things that are coming up like plants. I've got snowdrops coming up. I can even see the daffodils are poking up ready to come up there. They're going to (laughs) get... They're going to get their heads blown off if they do. But it's all working out there. It's all coming back and it's hopeful and it's lovely. So embrace that wherever you are and enjoy something this month. Plan it. We've got a couple more weeks left of January. So plan some fun things in. Go for a nice meal. Just do something for you, whatever it is. And then make a tag or make something about that. That uh, a memory anchor for your journal about the fun thing that you did this month so that's important and using the colors of the season where whatever you're looking at bring those colors into your artwork and your journaling and write about it if you want to or do a creative image or collage about the the feelings that you had when you were able to do something wonderful for you. Okay guys so I am really pleased to be back in my quiet crafting space. We've got lots of things planned for this month to move forward. I'm enjoying the Marianne North story as she embarks on her adventures around the world so if you haven't caught up with that have a look at the playlist on my treasured page YouTube videos and enjoy all the stories and inspiration there that you'll see ephemera making and building the journal. Everything to do with that is coming up. We've got the frosty winter whisper journal as well to look at and there's lots of inspiration on the YouTube channel at the moment and I will be back on schedule with you with another podcast later in the week and uh, lots of videos coming your way so wherever you are have a wonderful time and above everything else guys just slow down and make crafting time for you bye bye now Mm -hmm.